Thank you to the four of you who listened to last Friday's episode of The Midday Show with J.R. Bjarnson. Hey, welcome to a new episode of The Midday Show. Sometimes I wonder, why did I choose Midday Show? And I think it's because by the time I record this, it's usually the middle of the day and sometimes it's at the end of the day. Anyway, I was talking to a good friend of mine. His name's Dave Nicholson. We've been friends now for what, day four years? Something like that? I don't know. It's been a while. And uh, Dave was letting me know that my podcast isn't going out to Google Podcasts or other platforms. And this is because I am uh, using uh, copyrighted music for Spotify. And I'm putting music in the middle of my podcast and all around the podcast. And uh, so for this week, we are going to go to the classic podcasting formula. So Dave doesn't have to put up with commercials on Spotify because he told me he's like, 10 bucks is just too much money. Now... To some of you, that might not seem uh, logical. Some of you might just have 10 bucks to throw away and listen to Spotify. Uh, for Dave and other people like Dave, including myself, sometimes 10 bucks is just a little bit too much. So this episode is dedicated to Dave Nicholson, so he doesn't have to put up with those ads. And uh, depending on the uh, turnout and how many of you actually enjoy the old school format, we might stick with it for a little bit, at least this week anyway, then maybe we'll return to uh, music next week. So Dave, enjoy it, man. I love the feedback you guys give me. I'm all about ensuring everybody has a good listener experience. So it's been announced as I made the big announcement on Friday, I am putting on a uh, first ever professional comedy show on behalf of my company, blindguycomedy.com. And it's going to be December 3rd, 2020, Bose Bar and Grill, 7 p.m., Red Deer, Alberta, Canada. If you're not doing anything, check it out. Just go to, uh, just Google search Bose Bar and Grill, Red Deer, go to the website and you'll see the event there. You can buy your tickets on an external site called Eventbrite. And uh, I look forward to performing for you as a stand-up comedian. Well, how are you? Here in central Alberta, cases in Red Deer are down to 31 active COVID cases. This makes me very happy. This makes me very excited. Who knows what the cases will be next week, but I think it's good to look at the bright side. Ontario still facing COVID cases in the uh, 750 per day mark. And uh, for a while there, Quebec was at the 1,100 cases. To start off the show, let's talk about flu shots. Are you really big into getting your flu shot? I, not so much, and hear me out, not so much because every year that I've had a flu shot, I have almost passed out, I have felt woozy, and I also end up being in so much pain for about five days after my flu shot. Am I anti-flu shot? No, I'm not anti-flu shot. I just don't want to feel awful. So that's just my experience. And I would love to know, are you anti-flu shot? Or are you uh, you got your flu shot already and you recommend I should get my flu shot? I love opinions. Let me know on Twitter, at the one who cares. You can also tweet at Blind Guy Comedy if you want to talk to me there. It's just two Twitter alternatives to get a hold of me. And uh, yeah, no, I remember this one time. I think it was 2009. I was in uh, Grand Prairie and... Me and my wife got our flu shots at the same time and I had to sit there for the 15 minutes and I remember when I went shopping afterwards, I felt so dizzy and I almost passed out, like fell to the ground. 
So me and my wife went home after we got dismissed from that good old Superstore clinic. Anybody else get their flu shots at Superstore? Ah, good old Superstore. Uh, so yeah, I got my flu shot and after that horrific experience, I only got one other flu shot and that was two years ago. I was on my way to Toronto, Ontario, Canada. I was going to be a part of a TV show called You Can't Ask That where they get a bunch of us people with various amounts of disabilities, they get us in a room and they ask us questions you otherwise wouldn't ask because it would be too offensive. And uh, yeah, I got my flu shot because my theory was, well, if I'm gonna be on a plane of people and the air is gonna recirculate, because when you're on a plane, the air just goes round and round and round like a record baby right, round, round, round. So, you know, you're thinking, well, I'm probably gonna catch something Anyway, because uh, I'm on a plane with recirculating air, regardless whatever mask I wear. So back then we didn't even have a mask. So when I found out that I was going to fly to Toronto, it happened to be flu shot season. So I ended up getting a flu shot because I was like, I'm going to be on a plane anyway. So about three weeks or two weeks before I went to Toronto, I got myself a flu shot. And uh, that time also was not so good. I always get horrifically ill. I don't feel right. And uh, yeah, so the only reason why I'm anti-flu shot is because, number one, I'm at home so much these days that if I get something, it's going to be low. Uh, number two, I just don't want to feel sick. I don't want to get, I don't want to feel awful. And every time I get a flu shot, I get all the above. I feel awful. I get dizzy. The first day is always the toughest. The second day, everything hurts. The third day, I feel like I'm going to vomit. And the fourth day, I generally begin to go back to normal. I envy those people who get a flu shot and they don't feel anything. And they just think, oh, done. And, you know, because they don't, they don't get the symptoms. For me, I get all the above. It's like my body's like, why would you do this to me, JR? Why? Apparently, my body sounds like that when I get the flu shot because it's, you know, making antibodies for the poison I voluntarily put in my body in hopes to not get the real flu. But this year is going to be uh, an experiment to a certain degree. With winter being here now, it's the cold season and uh, our temperatures are going up this week. If you're in Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan, around that area, expect snow showers for October 26, 2020. Your high is plus two degrees, plus two degrees in central Alberta as well. We will see uh, snow showers as well. And also, let me know where, where you are listening from so I know to attach your weather forecast uh, as part of the podcast as well. Because I think if we all uh, listen to the forecast and we stay connected, it's just amazing. So I got to ask, are you uh, anti-flu shot or are you epically flu shot? I know my buddy Dave is. I actually called Dave Nicholson. I found out it was his birthday. Well, so I thought. And uh, when I found out it was his birthday, I called him like, hey, man, happy birthday. And he's like, oh, hey, um, yeah, it's uh, it's my birthday's not until uh, the uh, 18th. Oh, oh, dear. Sorry, buddy. Oh, no, it's good. I sent him a present. And uh, yeah, now I hope he enjoyed his pizza or whatever he decided to do. But uh, one day, one day, you know, I told Dave, I was like, hey, when you come to Red Deer one day, maybe you're passing through, maybe you're on your way to somewhere and you stop by, we got to order from the pizza box. It's a pizza joint here in central Alberta, and they make pizzas as big as 21 inches for the large. Oh, baby, it's so good. Gonna take a small break and uh, coming up. Guess who's offering fiber in Western Canada? Gigabit speeds. I'll give you a hint. It starts with SH.
Sometimes getting away from the pandemic is more difficult, especially now with uh, TV shows introducing the pandemic of the coronavirus into its storylines. And one of those shows, uh, from what I understood, is uh, Grey's Anatomy. Now, I haven't watched Grey's Anatomy since one of their main characters got killed off. And I'm not saying who, because that's a big spoiler, and I'm not into giving that storyline away. Because what if you haven't made it that far? What if you don't even watch Grey's Anatomy? Anyway, they've taken away so many of my favorite characters that I honestly stopped watching the show many years ago. And uh, I heard, thanks to CBC, which, by the way, is where I get most of my news tidbits from for the podcast, uh, I heard that uh, they're going to be writing the pandemic into the storyline. They're going to be talking about it, and, uh, you know. So my question is, how do you feel when it comes to uh, stories, uh, your favorite shows, adding the pandemic? Do you watch TV to get away from the pandemic? Do you watch TV to forget about it? And I know listening to the news is very difficult because all they seem to talk about is the novel coronavirus and how much damage it's doing, which is it is very hard to stomach. It's very hard to swallow. But on the plus side, it's one of those things where uh, the more you know, the more you grow. And the more you know, the more likely you're less to do too many uh, social functions. So I wanted to talk about how I feel about the situation. And uh, I think it is about time that most of your favorite shows start adding uh, the pandemic into its storylines. Because you can imagine in the future when uh, hopefully this pandemic is over or at least we have some type of control over it, uh, I hope that uh, it will start being encrypted, encribed. Encribed, is that a word? I hope they start adding it to it all your favorite shows because uh, I really believe in social distancing. I believe that I can still put on a great comedy show as long as everybody is spaced six to eight feet apart. I believe that if we work really hard, we can still have some type of normality. We can still have an awesome time. I don't really eat at restaurants because of this pandemic, but I still order from restaurants. I can't bring myself to go into a restaurant with a mask and then take off my mask to eat at a table. My brain actually gets the better of me and I end up staying home more. Uh, me and the family love going for road cruises and that's how we get out. That's our therapy right now. And because uh, we just, my wife just gave birth to our fifth child, it's uh, really hard for me personally to go out a lot because I don't want to be the, the family member that uh, brings home the virus to its household. And yeah, so it's really, really difficult. But what about you? How do you feel about the whole pandemic? Uh, making it into your favorite TV shows. Is there any shows that uh, you've recently started watching and they've already, excuse me, they've already added the pandemic into its uh, storylines? With this warm weather here, that's right, uh, temperatures plus two here in Alberta today, and that includes Saskatchewan. What up, neighbor? And uh, I think it's exciting. I'm looking forward to it. Some people saying it's we're going to reach as a high of eight degrees Celsius. So uh, not today, obviously, in the days to come. And I think it's exciting, but most of all, I'm a little afraid because, you know, I got my winter jacket out. I you know, encourage my kids to wear their uh, snow pants, ski pants, whatever you want to call them. Pants that protect you from the snow. And now it, we're going to get plus temperatures again. Uh, will it melt all of our snow? I, I, I don't know. Maybe. And if not, well, hey, the snow was nice, right? One of the difficult things about being visually impaired in my life is I tend to get the garbage schedule mixed up. Some days it's blue and green. Some days it's uh, green and black. And uh, yeah. So this week I messed up. I just seen the uh, garbage truck come by and it turns out it was uh, blue and black day. 
today I put out, um, let me try that again. It turns out it was green and black day. Today I put out black and blue day. <laughs> so that's just the color of our garbage bins. And uh, yeah, it's, I hate, I, I really dislike it when I make that error because now I have full cardboard and I gotta wait for two weeks before that comes out. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's, that's how I started my morning. Just watching that truck go by in my studio. I was like, whoops. Well, I could go to the dump or I could just chill out at home. I'll probably stay home for a while. What about you? Do you have any garbage schedules in your neck of the woods and you call and you miss mistake one week and then you now you're stuck with garbage and there's nothing you can do other than figure out a way to get your friends to come help you take it to the dump or wait till next week and you'll be forever behind. I really got to get a bigger garbage bin, but uh, in a family of seven people, uh, it's really hard to be minimalist. And I think that's that's another thing, right? Whenever I'm watching TV and I see all these great people uh, being uh, minimalists, you know, they're not making a lot of garbage. They believe in recycling. I'm like, yeah, you're in a house of three. I'm in a house of seven. That is, I don't like using the word impossible, but for me, that is not plausible. So yeah, that's pretty much uh, my day in a nutshell, starting it off today. Uh, what else is there? Right, the big event. I don't know if you heard this. I just finished reading a small article here on Google. Shaw Fiber has come to Western Canada. Speeds up to a gigabit a second from Shaw Communications. Uh, I'm thinking of trying it out right now. I get a maximum of three to 600 megabits a second. It would be great to see if I can go through SHA and get a gigabyte. My interesting question here is I wonder how they're going to do this because here in Alberta, we have SHA, we have TELUS, maybe another guy, I'm not sure. And uh, so you always either have the two. I, once I moved to my current office space, TELUS informed me that I have to stick with something ridiculous like 25 megabits a second because they have a copper wire system that will not allow them to do fiber. And the only way uh, TELUS in my neighborhood anyway will do fiber is if uh, I, I get a, they give you a print off that you download and you can print it off and get a petition signed. And you need, I think, what, three blocks to get everybody on board with fiber. And uh, they'll come and uh, take all the equipment Put it in the ground and they'll give they'll make your neighborhood a fiber neighborhood problem with that is if i go out with a petition to bring fiber to my neighborhood i feel like i'm doing telus a service because by me bringing out that petition and taking it out to the neighborhood uh i'm, I'm kind of doing telus's work so that's the only reason why i haven't gone fiber but according to shaw they just give you a new modem and with the modem, you are able to just plug it in and go and enjoy the speeds. Ooh, how exciting, the speeds. Anyway, uh, if you could apply for fiber internet and you got it, what would be the main primary use? For me, I would love to see if it's 1000 megabits download. I wanna see how many megabits upload. So I have this YouTube channel and it's just j.r.bjarnson on YouTube and uh, I upload videos. And the other day I uploaded a 4K video a week and a half ago or so. And that for a seven minute video took me about uh, 43 minutes. 43 minutes for a seven minute 4K video. That was um, annoying, needless to say, but you know, I'm patient. Oh, I should be a doctor. I got patience. 
Anyway, let me know down in the comments if you would consider upgrading. And what I mean by comments, I mean Twitter. Tweet me at the one who cares on Twitter. Again, that is at the one who cares on Twitter. Something's very up with my back today. My back is killing me. Must be weather, the weather. It's a changing. All right, stay tuned. We're going to take another quick few second break here. And coming up, we'll talk about homeschooling. I've been homeschooling with my kids. I'll tell you how that experience is coming up. Okie dokie, my uh, document has been deleted, so I forgot what I just promised you guys. I am terribly sorry, but you never know what happens with technology, and you never know what's going to happen here on The Midday Show with J.R. Bjornsson. We are on a different formula for today, a different format, just doing this for my buddy, see how it works. Plus, you know, you can let me know in the Twitter universe what you think of the format today, at the one who cares on Twitter, that's me, at symbol the T H E one O N E who W H O C A R E S for the word cares. The one who cares on Twitter. That's your buddy J R Bjarnson. This is the midday show, and uh, for today's episode, I hope you are having a wonderful, wonderful day. And I'm having a great day because it is minus one. So can't wait to see how warm it gets. It's supposed to get to plus two today across central Alberta. Also, uh, for our buddies in Saskatchewan, it's looking to be a nice, beautiful day all around. So let me know if I was right. And you can also let me know if I was wrong. You might be right, but you might be wrong. Woo! Anyway, it's been generally an okay week for me. I found out uh, Shaw Communications is doing their uh, fiber connection, so I'm debating on actually making the phone call, right, to see if uh, I'm eligible for it. I think it'd be really cool if I am. Just make this, my speeds would be incredible. I can stream my favorite adult films. No, I'm kidding. I don't watch that. Literally, I don't. Not because I'm not into it, but because I'm just not, literally, I can't enjoy it, right? Could you imagine, though? A friend of mine did say on the website, P. we'll, we'll just call it PH, because I don't know if um, Anchor has rules to what, what I can and cannot discuss. But yeah, a friend of mine told me that on PH, and everyone knows what PH is, what acronym that's for, and if you don't, yeah, whatever, Google it later. They have described video for the visually impaired who watch adult films. So could you imagine watching an adult film and having the words, he mounts her from the back as they get it on on the elliptical machine. (laughs) No? Just me? In other news, I'm almost at 30,000 followers on TikTok. If you don't know what TikTok is, it's a social media app that is being downloaded by all people of all ages, from people in their 60s to people in their 40s to people in their 20s, and especially to the youngins. And uh, I've been on TikTok for a while, and I gotta tell you, there is no other app out there that gives me more incentive to make videos than TikTok. Hear me out. I've been making videos on YouTube for many, 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 many years, since I think it was the summer of 2008. I've been making YouTube videos for at least, oh my goodness, 12 years. And I'm at 2,360-some subscribers. And as grateful as I am for those subscribers, I can't help but feel that uh, YouTube hasn't given me much incentive to keep making videos anymore because 
Uh, I just, I've never had that one video that has taken off unless it's really expensive technology or if I'm teaching somebody what it's like to be blind. And uh, over here on TikTok, I on average get uh, 200, 500, 2,000, 1,000 views. I get analytics from where people are watching the next day. Just like YouTube, you get analytics too. But what I'm trying to say is on TikTok, what is my main incentive other than to bring positivity to the world? People are actually uh, enjoying my content and I see the results and I do want to turn that into a business in the months to come. And I just, that's it. If somebody asks, why aren't you daily on YouTube anymore? My honest answer, I've worked really hard on that YouTube channel for 12 years and there's just no real incentive for me to keep making videos. And the beauty part about YouTube is you can come and go as much as you want. And it's just, you, people always watch your content. You're, you'll have the, always the regular subscribers and it, you know they'll follow you off platform if you tell them to. So don't be surprised if this podcast ends up uh, getting a little bit more popular once I start talking about it more over on the YouTube side of things. Also, another thing I've learned about myself, I have to add all my energy into one item a day. I can't do an anchor podcast and make a YouTube video at the same time and do TikTok and Instagram stories. I find I'm a flip-flopper. I can flip-flop throughout those various social medias every week, but lately I've been on TikTok a lot. And the, the videos are great, especially when the algorithm begins to memorize what you like. But most of all, when you upload a video, it, people watch it and people will comment and it is such a reaction that I keep going because mm, my brain gets endorphins whenever I'm making a TikTok and somebody actually watches it. Give me a second here. And yeah, so that's why I haven't been really uh, making YouTube videos lately. And it's, it makes me sound greedy. It makes me sound ungrateful. But when it comes down to it, YouTube just doesn't give me an incentive. An incentive being like, I can't make a video that could ever go viral. I can't figure out a way to make a video that will get me more subscribers. And the videos I make on YouTube maybe just don't shell with a lot of people. Everybody watches a vlog. They know what that is, right? You you document your day. I used to do, do that a bunch. And uh, every now and then I'll do blind videos. And it is the blind videos that take off. But I don't want my blindness to just be all me on YouTube. I don't want... I don't want just, oh, look at me, I can't see. That's not who I am. I'm a gentleman who likes to make people smile and make people laugh. So I'm very grateful that uh, I'm doing that on TikTok and I'm doing that in my personal life through blindguycomedy.com. And uh, yeah, so I, this is just me talking about why I'm not making videos on YouTube as much as I used to. But most of all, it's me thanking you to, for listening, for listening to the podcast and maybe checking out Blind Guy Comedy on TikTok if you're interested. You don't have to pay anything. But I do warn you, that app is mighty addictive. Super addictive. <laughs> Which brings us to the question. If you want to hang out with me on Twitter, at the one who cares. Today's question, along with other questions. What is your favorite social media video sharing site and why? Do you still love YouTube? You a big fan of TikTok? Maybe you check out Vimeo. Have you ever have you ever even heard of Vimeo? Let me know. Coming up. Let me see. Where's my document? Oh, I still can't find it. Let's talk about Borat. I think <laughs> I think that would be a great movie. Somewhat a great movie review. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna talk Borat. Coming up. Stay tuned.
All right, have you guys seen Borat? Have you seen Borat? Borat, the newest movie. Uh, it's such a long title, I don't honestly remember what it is, but I do know you can watch it on Amazon Prime. It was released October 23rd, 2020, and it was one of the first movies that I actually watched a day after its release date because of a lovely ad, again, on TikTok. So, uh, yeah. Uh, when I, last time I saw Borat, I think it was called Bruno, and I think it was, what, 14 years ago or something like that, and uh, I wasn't ready for the humor of that gentleman known as, I think it's Sasha Cohen, and uh, after watching Borat 2, we'll just call it Borat 2, and uh, yeah, it was, it was amazing, such an epically funny clip such an epically funny movie in general and i i really recommend if you have a sense of humor and you don't disgust or offend easily i recommend you check out borat the latest release on amazon prime if you have amazon prime uh, i was actually talking to dave the other day and i was also talking to my buddy robert and i told uh, robert that me and dave had a conversation that dave really enjoyed the movie uh, utopia and uh, I think me and Dave had a conversation because he shared it with uh, uh, his subscribers on YouTube. And uh, Robert also enjoyed Utopia. I'm trying to remember if Utopia is on uh, Amazon Prime or if it's on Netflix, but uh, definitely look up Utopia. Dave said it's one of those shows where normally he gets up every 15, 30 minutes to do dishes or, you know, not be a couch potato. But for some reason, the utopia was really hard to walk away from. It's really, really an addictive show. So I got to check out that one. And Robert heavily agreed with uh, Dave when I told Robert about it. Dave said, uh, Robert said rather that, yeah, it, it's really hard to walk away. So check it out, guys. Check out Utopia. Just Google search how to watch Utopia. And it's either on Prime or Netflix. And if I'm completely wrong, it's on neither. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. So Borat, if I can remember the storyline correctly, it's about this gentleman from Kazakhstan. And he wants to make Kazakhstan great again because Kazakhstan is an embarrassment, according to him, from the U.S. The U.S. does not want to deal with Kazakhstan. So what does Borat do? He goes, as himself, back to America, and he tries to offer a monkey to the amazing, I believe it starts off offering to the uh, president. That did not work. So then uh, the monkey actually doesn't even make it to the U.S. It ends up being half-eaten by Borat's daughter, who Borat decides to end up gifting to an American politician. And it ends up being such a hilarious and awkward movie. Uh, again, I recommend it if you have a funny bone, if you don't offend easily, and uh, yeah, <laughs> I recommend it. I definitely recommend it under those uh, circumstances. Did you enjoy today's podcast? I hope so, because I always enjoy making it. I've just got to see my timer here. And let me zoom out, zoom out. So uh, one question I get all the time is, how do I know what I'm doing if I can't see? Now I have an iPhone device, an iOS device as it's called. And if you ever wanna know how I do stuff, uh, if you have an iPhone, I recommend you go into General, the app called General, go to uh, Accessibility, the app called general what am i saying the app called settings you go into the app called settings and then you go into general and then you go into accessibility you will see a option called zoom and it's not the one that you make calls with our video chat 
Zoom is a magnifier that will show up and you can control it and it makes my screen a lot bigger so I'm able to see how long I've been podcasting and uh, talking with you. I also use it to read text messages sometimes. And uh, yeah, so there's your lesson of the day. If you ever wonder how does JR do some of the things he does, it's called accessible technology. Did you guys enjoy the podcast? I hope so. Hope you enjoyed it. It's been a little odd without having any music in today's episode, but uh, on the plus side, this means this episode is going to be 30 minutes or less. So maybe next time at the start of the podcast, we'll say, order a pizza. Because then by the time I'm done talking, and by the time we're done hanging out, it will be, uh, pizza will be here. Yeah, not bad. Oh, look, we just missed 420. Bad joke. Anyway. I am going to make like a Tom and Cruise, as always. Today's episode is brought to you by Life. Life, the only thing that can uh, knock you flat on your butt and give your hand right back up. Life, go get yourself one. It's everywhere. (laughs) I do got to get sponsors one of these days so I can actually uh, read cool sponsorships. Again, thank you so much to the four of you who listened. The estimated plays on the podcast so far have been 3,000, and that just blows my mind. Really, listen. Oh, goodness, now i got to clean up. Yeah, it's, it's a bad joke. Uh, could you imagine if that's what happened whenever you got excited? No, we got a Humpty Dumpty situation here. We got to put them back together. This goes here. This goes here. What happened? Oh, you couldn't believe your podcast had 3,000 plays. What? <laughs> oh, we got to clean him up again. All right, this time, don't even tell him what happened. Oh, okay, good. Ah, uh, good times, guys. Good times. As always, it's been a pleasure. It's been great. And, you know, as I always say, every time we say goodbye, I die a little. If you don't know where I got that from, it's Jack Frost. The, I think it was 1997 or 1998. And, uh, yeah. Also... Let me know what's your favorite uh, what's your favorite treat about October, the Halloween season. Is it pumpkin spice something? Is it pumpkin cookies? Is it generalized pumpkin seeds after you put them in the oven, lightly salt them, put them in for like 10 minutes at some ridiculous temperature? What is your favorite treat about Halloween? I would love to know. Even the month of October. Oh, I'm so excited for eggnog season! I love eggnog, even though I'm lactose intolerant. Did you know they used to make it with brandy? I believe it was brandy. All right, I'm just stalling for time. I I don't like to stop talking. Plus, I don't get to see you if I stop talking, right? We're done. We're done until tomorrow. You don't get to hear my beautiful radio voice until tomorrow morning. All right, I'm gone. Should we we end it off at the perfect uh, seven-minute mark or something like that? I guess. Okay, let's see. How how should I end it off? Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening to The Midday Show with J.R. Bjarnson only on Anchor.